energy levels up. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. You hit the Mario star. Because my kids now don't have to go to school and like we'll sleep in a little bit. It's like, oh, I could stay up later. It's like, I can't stay up later. Like, who am I kidding? It's like nine o'clock and like they're still bouncing off the walls. I'm ready for bed. Yeah. Please, please, kids, release me from this torture. You always think you have like reserves and you're like, I have no reserves. (laughs) There's nothing in the tank. The adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new dads figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old and a nine-year-old. So before we officially started the show, Jeff and I were speaking of a different role that drinks now play in our lives. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the... I, I had gone to a beer fest, and fantastic time i wouldn't change a thing in the world how it went down but the next morning was just so rough you know and you're just you're casting your gaze backwards in time to a 20 year old version of yourself right where you woke up with every youthful arrogance afforded to you thinking oh i can i'm great at drinking i could just drink all night and wake up and then 40 year old you is not in agreement with that statement yeah i don't know it's just (laughs) aging very quickly where you're just hey look at me i could just bounce back up with no sleep and get on with my day and now it's just like i'm going to hug this carpet i'm just gonna stay here kids you could just circle around me (laughs) pray for my well-being please don't hurt me divide my things evenly please (laughs) (laughs) sign this paper the will (laughs) oh with the at, le- at the very least, at least our appreciation for beers have increased. Yes. The joy, it is drinking for joy, not drinking for purpose, as, as far as right. being silly and sloshed. And on that note, we continue with our summer of beers. Yay. So we've gotten a couple uh, recommendations coming in. Thank you, everybody, for sending them in. If you have a beer you want us to try, Jeff and I will scour the earth trying to find it. <laughs> and <laughs> the best we can to bring it in. So do keep those recommendations coming in at New Dad Gaming on Twitter or NewDadGaming.com. And a shout out this week to DeMatt, good friend of the show, Matt, who unfortunately re- recommended an awesome looking beer. Yeah. Could not find I it. I couldn't here. find it here. We, we, I looked at, I really wanted this one too. So we have from DeMatt, good friend of the show, says, started my summer of beers to be cool with you. We all know that's not hey, true. None of us. None of us. Well, sorry. Sorry. I, I don't want to speak. Matt might be cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Representatives from this show. That's right. Yeah. It's it's in question, but started my summer beers to be cool with you. A bit hoppier than I normally like, but not a bad brew at all. Probably better super cold. Would recommend though. Describe this gorgeous bottle that uh, Matt is pointed out. Okay, first of all, this is a huge beer. Okay, <laughs> it is a huge <laughs> bottle with a huge, I would like to say Gundam on it. So it's a huge mm-hmm. robot, gigantic mecha red, in like this Godzilla type. Yeah. Now, now Jeff has Jeff has stopped describing it. That's the name. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gigantic mecha. Gigantic red. mecha red. Yes. It's awesome. I would love to have this beer here, um, but yeah, we couldn't find it. We'd love to try it. The hoppiness kind of grabs me. I I like my hoppy beers, so maybe you know, hmm. down in the states, I might have to try this one out. For the uh, New Dead Gaming uh, tour. That's <laughs> right. Up. We'll have to find it down there. The summer but, tour, uh, right? To Matt, thank, really glad that you're going along with us, and thanks so much for sending along the recommendation. Sadly, we couldn't find it. Anybody else, like, please do send us your recommendations. One I could find was from 
a brewery up here. It's called Perth Brewery. And it's one of those interesting ones where they don't ever make a bad beer. Okay. So, so far, so far I've had great luck with these guys. So if you ever see a beer from Perth Brewery, it's worth a pickup. I have noticed that sometimes maybe it just doesn't hit quite right for me or whatever, but some of them are just home runs, knock it out of the park. Amazing. Other ones are just, this is delicious. This is nice. Okay. You know, uh, the one I am trying tonight is tangentially gaming related being last duel. So we have two fellows facing off in an epic showdown. <laughs> Are about to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> last uh, gorgeous looking can, but it's the last dual lager from Perth Brewery. Delicious. It really is fantastic. So last dual lager in June 1833, Perth, Ontario, Canada's last fatal duel was fought over an insult to a young lady. So, oh, it's a sounds beer like with my a story. Look at this. <laughs> the winner got the girl. Harkening back to its town's bold traditions of chivalry and honor, this is one refreshing logger that stands tall and shoots straight. That's good copy. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's a delicious beer. Like it does really shoot straight as far as a logger goes. I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting a bit of fruitiness to it, but it's it, what I like about it is when you find one of those breweries where it's a sure bet. It's like, okay, these guys don't do wrong. They take their craft seriously. Yeah. And even if it's not an absolute slam dunk, as far as you shout it from the rooftops, it's still really great. Nice. So, so Perth Brewery, last duel. Jeff, what are you looking at this week? Okay, I'm looking at a name that I can't say. Say it. <laughs> say the so name. So it's Velkampapafafiki. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Kozel. It's a Czech beer, so obviously a Czech name that I do it no justice in saying. Mm-hmm. Starts with a V. Um, but yeah, this this is a lager. A lot of sites call it a Pilsner, but it's premium lager, almost 5%. Very easy to drink, nothing too special about it, um, but kind of foamy on the pour. So mm. if you don't like foam, I would kind of stray away from this one but otherwise it's a good one i like i'd pick this up again if i wanted but it's nice. uh authentic czech taste gets me i'm not sure what that means but if it tastes like this i'll try another czech beer and, and <laughs> compare it i'd love to see like yeah two or three poured and then someone tries a third beer it's like that's not that's czech. not right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, yeah it almost be like someone trying to say like that's not canadian beer and it's like this, this what does that mean? Diverse, like, how would you possibly <laughs> nail it? That is a wide <clears throat> spectrum, yeah. So this one is just, uh, yeah, nice, easy pour, nice, easy drink. Um, kind of a little bit of hoppy, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. It's a great beer. So again, thanks to Matt at DeMatt for the recommendation. We got Last Duel and Kozel, another as the summer you of beers. You didn't say name. You just said the company name. I, see, I hear you. I robbed her. What can I say? <laughs> So we'll move things on to it now. Summer of beers. How about summer of kid gaming? Maybe. So, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. This this is almost a question for Jeff and even like the indie gaming dads if they have their own tactics to it. But we, my kids are out of out of school, so summer vacation has officially begun. Wow. I think Jeff, yours are out next week. Yeah, next week I got a few more days <laughs> before they break free. Yes. Maybe we should take some paid days off and just like, listen, I need a mental... I gotta, yeah, exactly. That's I need right. to be quiet for yeah. a few more days. Yeah. <laughs> so they're at, and the, fir- the first thing, the first thing they say when they get away from school is, hooray, we can play video games every day. Absolutely. It's like, it's like you're not, you are in the parking lot of the school. 
<laughs> can we not can we not have a few kind words for our education system before we get into it but they yeah so they're super excited about it um i think and we're, we're trying to find the mix because it is summer it's a chance to unwind and kind of play and be a kid and do what they enjoy they enjoy gaming so much like we're happy for them as long as, as long as every, they stay on the straight and narrow i mean obviously if like behaviors go wild right it's, it's gone quickly yeah but if they're staying on the straight and narrow they're being good it's like we don't mind them having a little more game time during the summer and it really helps in the morning because now summer as far as a parent's perspective is we don't have to wake up super early to pack the lunches get every, get all make sure all the homework's kind of gathered get their bags ready the whole thing so we can sleep in a little bit yeah so it's kind of relief, the, you, right it's summer for us a little bit right we get a part a little, of it a little, little taste yeah a little, yeah a little nibble of summer for ourselves <laughs> call it an extra hour in the morning because you don't have to wake up that's right so so with that in mind that we're trying to find the mix and i'm wondering how you and your wife handled it from a parenting perspective because so i'll tell you my pitch and then you can rate it okay <laughs> all right <laughs> zero to ten yeah, sure. Out of 10? Five, zero to five beers. How many, okay. How many beers you buy me? Yeah. And then um, you can tell me how you guys do it. So the, our general thinking has been: all right, let's we'll put it at two hours a day. Okay. And that's it's, it's funny because I'm even in saying it, I almost feel like that's a bit much. But it's still over the course of the day, either at night or just like in the morning, so we can get a bit extra sleep. We'll have it like two hours a day. Cap it, right? And then the the trick we're going to try. Because he's in French school, he's learning French. His French came a huge way. We're so proud of him. He learned so much French this year. Okay. I was dropping up. I can I can remember distinctly when I dropped him off at the beginning of this year, and he got out of the car. You know, the person accepting him didn't like couldn't get a word out of him edgewise. And by the end of it, he was like just full sentences. He was speaking with this woman in French. It was beautiful. It's nice. such a proud yeah, moment. Yeah. But he can't lose it right i can't have him just like <laughs> waste away in the summer and completely go downhill so the gambit is all right so you get you get your two hours of game okay right that's that's your like your as long as you stay on the straight and narrow that's your setup if you want some extra game at night and maybe we can play together you have to read one french book with us because okay. he's also reading now at this point so it's a practice reading b practice reading in french so one French book and some math. If you do those two things, you can get a little bit of extra game just to try to keep you sharp. Okay. So and you and you see you see the calculus going on in his head where it's like, huh, like I love gaming. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate math. Because <laughs> that sounds like homework, all these things you're that saying. Sounds like school what, and I what, just what, got out of. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. So, so what, what's your thought? Like, how, what do you think of that approach, and how does that mirror uh, some of the thinking, mirror or not mirror, what you're doing in your household? Well, if I put my brain into your son and just think from his perspective, I would say, <laughs> what if I played a French game? <laughs> <laughs> that would always be better. I've, uh, I've been thinking about how to. I've been thinking about switching all the consoles to French as French? a primary language. Yeah, just just because. So I'm thinking if he's playing Lego um, Avengers and all the characters are just spouting French. I mean, like it, it can't help, right? Osmosis, at least. Yeah, no, I think that's a good setup. Um, we're up to a little bit more hours. So when you say two hours for the entire day, my kids would go bananas. I think. Mm. Uh, they're at like five or six just through the, 
the balance of the day. So if we're talking mm. entire day into night, because they stay up until 8, 30, 9 o'clock, it's quite a time period for them. But if we go back, it's just <laughs> all they've never, ever known for summers, well, at least the last couple of years, have been a pandemic summer. And yeah. they got a lot of flexibility with game time because, you know, we were wary of, you know, going out and merging with other friends. We're not sure where the virus is sitting, whatever. Stay inside. We realize that, you know, there's not much to do here, even in the backyard with your cells. So game time is whatever, you know, everyone's stressed out. It was, Go game. It was a relief. It was, it was, it was a blessing, honestly. Like it yeah. really was. Cause you can imagine like if, if, if that had hit when we were kids, oh yeah, yeah, it would have been so. Poor. Even like even yeah, at least even us had, depending like Nintendo or like PlayStation, so we probably would have been all right. But right. you just like you keep going back, it's like it's it's gonna get progressively worse <laughs> every generation backwards. Like you would have had nothing. No, you would have been staring at candles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so like even even pre-COVID, I'm just thinking like. Uh, both my wife and I were had jobs and we had to get camps over the summer. So mm-hmm. they would be arranged camps every week, um, some changing every cu- uh, couple or a few weeks. And they would have very little time for gaming because by the time they got home, they'd be exhausted. Yeah. They would eat dinner and crash. And the gaming time would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of thing. Yeah. So this year... We don't have camps lined up because now everyone's remote working and we have that kind of flexibility and want to save some of that money. Uh, they do have to pick out a couple camps to cover off the weeks, but then we have to sit down and really talk about game time because mm. that is something that <laughs> you're mentioning it now. I'm like, we don't really have a plan this year because... <laughs> Like, oh, no. I think I think that might be a lot of gaming dads listening. Yeah, because now that we work from home, like, we can't really be interrupted. And mm. they know that, you know, when we're, you know, Zoom meeting, they have to stay away and everything. So they have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And usually games would shut them up. Like, that would really just hold their attention for more, like, an hour or well, two, it's, right? It's the reality of working from home. Like, yeah. It, that's, it's just been revealed from this last bit. Yeah, and then I'm thinking my kids are a little bit older than yours where they have friends online and they're all going to game online and that's where they get their kind of, you know, social time. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to have a balance. And I think what you have is like gamifying the gaming setup, which is great. <laughs> I think that works. Uh, yeah. And we've tried that here where it's just like, you know, if you go out, spend an hour or, you know, pick up leaves or whatever, just some other chore do your laundry, do your, Hmm. you know, bathrooms, whatever you can get back on the screen. But until those things are done, you're not getting it. Right. So it's just like they have to do something else. And now they could go over to friends' houses. They're a little bit older across the street and stuff. So maybe that's a factor, right? Yeah. Would you consider it different if they go to a friend's to play a game or a friend (laughs) comes to your house to play a game? And I don't even mean like, I'm not even being cynical about it. As, as far as like a cheat code but i'm doing it with oh, a yeah. friend but it is a cheat code but you know what I, but i don't even want to be cynical about it. like do, do you consider that a different type of activity if you're like you're in meet space with somebody else and you're playing a game i think so i think i'm not yeah. gonna like hardline it saying no, no no you were still on the screen so you get nothing right like <laughs> you were with a friend you were probably socializing talking about other things while you're playing a game that's fine i think that's fine it's funny that you say that because my older son uh Mm. he has a friend where 
they say they play basketball at the friend's house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you really playing basketball? Because he's out there for three hours. I'm like, are you really doing that in <laughs> yeah. this 30 degree heat? Uh, I don't think so, right? Like, just tell me the truth. He's like, well, yeah. half of it is basketball. The other half is inside playing whatever computer game. Right. I'm like, that's fine. I just want to know where yeah, you are. Like... <laughs> right? Like, I like that he owned up to it. That's good. He's like, okay, maybe more like 90. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like he just keeps rolling. Yeah, I'm taking like his word, and maybe I should just half that as the half. Like the truth isn't always all the way there. I'm not sure, but I think I think if he offered it up, that's uh, that would sound about right. Yeah, the the way to test is like to get him to try to dunk on you. He's like, like, your (laughs) skills are not improved. Yeah, (laughs) for someone who plays two hours a day, I don't know. It's pretty weak dribble skills, bud. I didn't say physical basketball. I said NBA Jam on. MBK 2K. Yeah. I bought the, I bought a bunch of the card packs. Yeah. Microtransactions. Son, no. <laughs> no son of mine. Not in here. Okay. Yeah. So I think you're, uh, I think you got a good plan going. Let me know how that we'll works see. out, though. That's that's the key. It, it, this is really, and I, I've said that to him in preparation. It's like this is we are going to try this. Right. Here's what we're thinking, and we're going to see how the summer goes, man, because we can't have you zombified and lose all the progress you've made but it's summertime and we want you guys to have some fun and relax yeah so this is what we're gonna try we're gonna work together and see how it goes and like i'll report back i'll see how it goes no that's good i'd be curious to see what so gaming dads yeah like if if you guys have a plan in place for your kids with gaming reach it out and let us know like we're kind of curious to see how the dads are handling it this summer kind of i don't like the word post pandemic but if you'll yeah, forgive like the, less... if you'll forgive the wording, post the first post pandemic summer, like what what's this right. going to look like? So at New Dad Gaming, NewDadGaming.com. Now, one thing you can do with your kids that no one's ever going to fault you for is taking them to the library, Yay! the super cool library. The reason I bring this up, so it's a couple stories. I'm going to try to keep this brief. This is <laughs> the long time viewers might recall I sold my PlayStation Pro for to get the xbox series s right so there was this perfect merger because nobody wanted the series s (laughs) so it was cheap and playstation 4 pro was still like fairly well regarded yeah yeah so as as basically to go sideways never it's been amazing it's been fantastic but i I keep getting these emails from sony it's like hey (laughs) good news like we so because sony just launched their all their new tiers yeah. for gaming all there's like playstation plus stuff but i keep getting it and the last one said like you have eight months left of this service before we renewed oh like eight months like damn i would have thought it a was over by now or would have been over like in a month yeah so it's like okay well geez and then serendipitously i was hanging out with my good friend who just he happens to have multiple ps4s just sitting around, just multiple, just and, in case you called. Like, he's going to call one day. It was, it was a series of really wild circumstances. And then he had also upgraded to a PS5. Oh, okay. So these things like were legitimately just gathering dust. And I asked him, it's like, could I borrow one of your PS4s? He's like, oh, of course. Like, please, like, have at it. Great. Good, good friend indeed. So so I got a PS4 all of a sudden. I got oh, a PS4 geez. back in my house. <laughs> It showed back up. I'm back in the Sony game. Back in it. Okay. But it, but it was that email where it's like, hey, you still have all of this. And I'm thinking about all of the games I had, had legitimately bought with money. Yeah. Or games that I'd got through PlayStation Plus, which I still 
have apparently an account for for like eight more months. So I decided to throw it down. Away it goes. Oh, wow. So downloaded. Um, all right. So the, the big ones for me to finish would be Horizon Zero Dawn. Right. And uh, Dad of War. <laughs> now with Horizon, what, what is interesting, like I, <laughs> it's one of those feelings, like all dads can relate when you go back into an open world game. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just like the blinding lights and the scale of it. It's like, what the hell <laughs> is going? What was I do? What are any of these buttons? I'm lost. Like, what are, I'm lost. Who's me. this? Like, what is he talking about? Why do I care about this? Oh, yeah, the end of the world. Right. Got it. So I just like, so I just start following a beacon. Next thing I know, there's like a gang of like six dinosaurs that just maul <laughs> me. I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Anyways, <laughs> that's not the point. So that. <laughs> That's all interesting. That's all fine. Great. I had mentioned the library. So what was fascinating is uh, we took a big family trip to the library, which is amazing. And lo and behold, I look over and there's all these physical games. Physical games, Jeff. I don't touch oh, these things anymore. Geez. Like actual plastic discs and everything. What did that look like? <laughs> it was wild. It's just it, good games too, like relatively recent. Like they were these were all games, honestly, that I'd probably want to play. There's some RPGs, there's all sorts of stuff. That's amazing. And lo and behold, there's this one. It's Riders Republic. Okay. Right. But Ubisoft, this is one like said, and this is one I was wait, I've been waiting on to come to Game Pass because well, it looked cool. You got your <laughs> library like, pass. Take that Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> game Pass, more like Library Pass. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that that, that has got to be the sh- the title of this this episode. <laughs> so. Anyway, it's awesome. So I rented a game. Jeff, I rented Whoa. a video 2022, like a 20 to 25-year delay. I've rented a video game and brought it home and played it. Wow. It, it was wild, man. <laughs> and the, my favorite part of the whole memory is that the first time I put it in, just like the PlayStation's whirling away like, char, 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 char. I'm like, oh, no, maybe his disc is just broken. That's a shame. I take it back out. It is smudged. Oh, yeah. It is smudged to the nth degree. Like some kid just took his Cheeto-filled hand and just raked it across the disc. That just brings back memories, like those authentic rentals. (laughs) It just brought me right back. It's like, oh, this is just like rentals. There you go. So we went back. I I couldn't. So so funny kind of stories, like to rent a game and have it happen exactly as we used to remember it, as far as like looking at the aisle choosing it getting a physical disc going home yeah i had my wife drive me home so i could read the booklet on the side <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> look it's got a map and a little instruction booklet yeah. and then have it not work because it's just filthy yeah and exactly it's amazing i'll say too the last part of it too my <laughs> my kid noticed this new console immediately oh of course it wasn't in the it wasn't set up for like 20 minutes before these kids were in this office like What's that? What's that? Has I played games? Like, oh, you. They sniff it out. They're just like, wait, something's different. Something I can play is different. Kidar. Kidar, man. So the, <laughs> yeah, the, also if I to say, gaming dads, like, if, if you have a system that can play physical media, like, check out your libraries. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I was really surprised at the amount of selection at this point. Like, it, there was a lot of games. Like, it was very cool. So, I mean, as kind of a summer treat or just to try something out. This is a game. Again, I, I really wanted to try this game. So, get to load it up for free. Have to return it in a week. Check I was about to say, summer. what's the time frame? Because a week, that's probably a good amount. If that's you're getting right. an RPG, good luck. Oh, yeah. Go to the library <laughs> multiple times. I'll, I'll just rip through this Final Fantasy real fast. No <laughs> <Yeah. worries. laughs> I'm dead. I'm time. staying up for 24 hours. I'm going to do it. 
Now, a game that you did not rent, but you did pick up was Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. Which, it is an older game, if I understand that correctly. Yeah, this is a PS3, Xbox 360 era oh. game. And you're like, why would you pick this game up? Um, well, I'll tell you, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Let me answer that question you just asked, Trevor. Um, there's a lot of hype recently just with Capcom and the celebration of Dragon's Dogma. I think it's the 10th anniversary. And they announced mm. a sequel. I'm like, well, what is this game? Because everyone's going crazy for it. And I heard my ears perked when they said it was kind of like Monster Hunter meets Witcher. I'm like, what? <laughs> you had you had me at Witcher. That's right. I'm like, Witcher. That's perfect. Um, so I picked this one up, uh, the original, like I said, and it's, you know, five, six bucks. It's super, super cheap. And picked up on the Switch. Had a go at it. And I will say it is totally my bag. It is an RPG nice action rpg right so it's all Mm -hmm. it's no turn based or anything so it's more like the witcher it's got a party system and mages warriors archers Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff all the equipment you can buy all the mechanics i haven't figured out yet um but it looks really deep and really engaging like it's fun Mm -hmm. to play still got that jank this (laughs) this era though like it is by no means like a smooth experience. Yeah. It's got a lot of like Skyrim-esque elements, if that makes sense, right? Like when oh, you talk sure. to someone, it like zooms in on their face, you know, oh, those no. with the dialogue choices. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> too close for me. Have um, you found that like on that point before you continue, like have you found though, charming's not the right word, but it's almost more honest. And it's like, I, I find there's yeah. something very um, true or just like, refreshing about how straightforward some of these this this era of gaming was in that it was there was there was to be no and this this isn't a big rant about against dlc and microtransactions but because there would be no expansion mm-hmm. you know download size okay you can do a bit of an update but it's not gonna be a day one 40 gig patch you know what i mean it's like yep. these things really felt complete and earnest earnest i think that's probably more the word it's like this is the game we wanted to create uh we tried our best <laughs> like yeah and like and you, and you kind of get that care am, am i off on that like I, i've just found that there's something about this era of gaming where it's a lot more earnest and it's kind of interesting to revisit yeah i think i think you're right on that just you can see all the elements in this game and games of this era like you were saying that they were just focused in on because they mm. couldn't add to it later where i think now you experience games and you're like, oh, they cut that game content because that door is locked, but it's totally going to open if I pay $19.99, right? Like you could just tell that like they had to shave down some of the the scope of a game because I, I imagine it does get larger as the game drags on. And these ones kind of like they had to chop it somewhere and they just focused it all in on that gameplay experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a jank to it just by nature of evolution of games, but it's complete, like you were saying. Like, there's a lot here, and I could dive into this for hours. Probably will for hours. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, it's got so the, bulletin boards and Witcher head bulletin boards with all the quests, so you can just take oh all the goodness. quests from every city and now, have a so, quest. So I had it. distracted you from your main point. So you were talking about um, you know, it's Witcher 3. It's an RPG system. You're getting into it. There's the jank of Skyrim. Oh, there's a cool... Okay, so there's the right. pawn system. So the pawn okay. system are like npcs that you hire mm-hmm. into your party nice. and they learn of 
what they learn in the game time they spent. So if they go into a dungeon, they'll start learning about the dungeon, enemy types, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And you can always switch them out. So you can go to this huh. portal realm and switch them out with different NPCs, different ones that are created, and they're all pawns, and you mm -hmm. invite them into your system. So if there is a boss you can't beat and you need more magic, more mage, you recruit those into your party for that oh. quest. They learn, cool. and then you kind of put them back and get your other original members out. Pretty cool. And then That's I found sweet. out they have like an online system of that pawn system, so your <laughs> own people okay. can be used in other people's worlds. And when they are used in those other people's games, they earn money for you that are what? into your game. And that you can so trade cool. and buy Wait. stuff. <laughs> so you could be so you when you're not playing, or maybe when you are, but you your your character, your custom built character becomes a mercenary in other people's games. Yeah. And you get to keep the spoils. Right. Oh, that's so cool, that's man. That's a cool system. <laughs> you know, okay, you, do you know what I mean though? As far as like the that's what I'm talking about with this earnestness stuff. They just were they were trying cool, interesting stuff. They were trying really hard. Yeah. And they had some janky limitations of these systems. So there was kind of like these interesting creative stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a cool system. Yeah, I was blown away at like, what do you mean? And then you can go into that portal realm that I talked about. And if you go online, you can see other people kind of walking around, which gave me that kind of Dark Soulsy vibe, like mm -hmm. how you can see other the players aren't playing, but that's their their character. And you have them so and cool. you can earn money for your buddy. Which is a cool thing. Now, quick thing, I will say I bought this on the Switch and all those online systems do not work <laughs> because I don't have Nintendo Online and I missed out on that. I didn't read the description and I should have. And I'm sad about that. So that's one little caveat. Like if you're going to buy the system, make sure you have the online for it. Yeah, for whichever system you're getting it on. Because yeah. I imagine the same holds true for PlayStation and Xbox if you're not paying for any of the online yeah. versions of the system. Yeah. And maybe you could find this game at the library. That's true. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> Damn, that's a great little pick. That's awesome. The, yeah, totally recommend yeah, the, it. I'm not like the... I don't know that there's going to be a renaissance of this era for its graphics. I, I will say that like I think these graphics are good enough. If you do like a little bit of upscaling, yeah, you don't. it doesn't have to be much bigger than that. I think a game like Valheim, for instance, showed that where if the core of the game is really solid and rewarding like you can get away with some jank yeah um so i don't think we're gonna see the renaissance renaissance of like that you do see with like 2d sprites right right yeah. people doing really creative stuff with it but i think a perhaps newfound appreciation for the effort that was going into these kind of cool interesting titles as gaming was really I don't want to say exploding. It was, gaming was huge and it was big, but it, it just it was really becoming something different. Like these, the type of titles like Witcher had come out, and like these, yeah, you know, kind of big expansive things where it's like these, this could be something more than just hack and slash. So, I, I think like a looking back fondly on it <clears throat> and like review of some of these titles, I think will probably start to come up in the coming years. Yeah, I just like piggybacking off what you said. I like the experimentation too of this era, mm. like th those systems, right? That's not like a mainstream thing mm -hmm. at at this time. And I think more today, the 
a lot of those games kind of get pared down be like oh no no we're gonna do for the mass population right we want as much gaming sales as possible so we're not gonna like try out these systems too much there are some games that totally break that but i think we lost a little bit of that as the indie studios are kind of being bought up and you know kind of folded into these more bigger scope games so yeah yeah nope exactly it so that's a great pick. So pick it up. Sounds like it's a. Is it still on sale? Do you happen to know what that? Um, I think it's. I think it's on sale for maybe for another day or so. Um, but oh. it'll go on sale again. It'll <laughs> go on sale again for sure. Okay, yeah. This is an old one, so. <laughs> yeah. So, Dragon's Dogma. Yes. Uh, new dads, check it out. This looks like it's a gem from the past. Blast from the past. Blast from the past. Blast from the past. Modern gem. <laughs> <laughs> And that will do it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you have a game pick, if you have a recommendation on how you are approaching your kids and limiting their game time, if you have appreciation for Dogma, (laughs) Dragon's Dogma, if you have a beer pick for us to test out and for us to find all of these things we would absolutely love to hear from you one of the greatest parts of this podcast has been the back and forth with fellow gaming dads hearing ideas and stories sharing wins laughing at losses (laughs) so if you want to reach out to us you can find us at our website newdadgaming.com or find us on twitter at newdadgaming oh man what does come next i think it's subscribing to the podcast yeah yeah (laughs) please subscribe (laughs) if you like the show please subscribe to the podcast it really does help us out uh, the a subscription, a, especially a rating on any of the platforms, really does help us out. It uh, really boosts the signals to all the gaming dads. You can find us on all the podcasting networks, Caster, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just search for New Dad Gaming. And with that, we'll wrap it up for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a 7-year-old and a 4-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. And just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over, unless there's DLC. <laughs> that is two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. See you next week. See you later.